0: And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Ivy League. I am Tom Barton from TomBartonsports.com. Go check me out, TomBartonsports, over on Twitter, TomBartonsports, over on YouTube, and TomBartonsports at gmail.com. If you want to get in touch with me. It is week one in the Ivy Leagues, and it feels like we've waited a long summer to get into week one. So we're going to take a look at the games, some of the matchups here. Um, What I really think that the outcomes are going to be in a lot of these games, we do have one game on Friday, and then the rest of the games will start on Saturday, going all the way into Saturday night. 6 p.m. Start is the last game. So we have a good Ivy League slate of schedules, which is fantastic. And no Ivy League team plays an Ivy League team. There's no conference games early on, which is nice um, for the idea of, hey, you know what? You kind of, most of these teams kind of think that they're going to get a win under their belt early in the year. That's pretty nice. You got a lot of these games actually will be broadcast on TV. You got an opportunity to do it on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, two games are on ESPN3. So you have an opportunity to watch that as well. Without further ado, let's dive right into it. Um, and it has been a long summer. Like I said, we've done reviews. We've done previews. We have talked about additions. We have talked about subtractions. We have talked about where guys are going with the new you know, deals around the country and who's jumping and who's transfer portal. It's all over now. That's it. Snap of the ball. It's all over. You got to play the game. And here we go. Friday night, seven p.m. ESPN Plus. Harvard takes on Merrimack. Obviously, it's Harvard's first goal, but it's not Merrimack's first uh, first game. Right? It's not their first game. They have now played two games. That hurts a Harvard team. I look. I know how good Harvard can be this year, and I expect them actually to to win this conference. I have said that time and time again. I think that they are going to really step up defensively. I know it's not, uh, you know, the chalk is Dartmouth. I get it. But I kind of like Harvard this year. I don't like them playing a team that has already played two games, right? And that always worries me because there's a lot of continuity. Uh, the, the Merrimack Warriors have a lot of continuity on this team just because they have a couple of games under their belt. Now, they might be, look, they are one and one okay? And and you just look at it and you go, okay, whatever. I uh, You don't really know what what to make of this kind of team with that, but I absolutely 100% don't like facing a team that, you know, at the end of the day, look, they do have uh, some experience and some experience within this season. You look at a team like Harvard, they're going to be trying to get their offense running and offense is usually what is behind the ball early on in the season, early on in the season. It's the offenses that normally struggle they're a little out of sync and the defenses can go out there and play their own game. Well, that helps, right? I mean, I think that helps us with this Harvard team because if you are looking at Harvard this weekend, a lot of what you're looking at with with, with Harvard comes down to they're a defensive team. So Merrimack's one and one, their offense doesn't necessarily scare you, but their offense has continuity and that continuity is certainly something um, that we have discussed uh, a few times. I think that, when you look at this Harvard team, they do have a Friday night game. That crowd is going to be fantastic. And I know it's opening night, and I know it's Merrimack, but Harvard draws a pretty good crowd on a Friday night. So if there's any kind of advantage there, that's where the advantage would be. You know, I, I would look at this game and overall, this uh, the, the, the Harvard Crimson for the year, as being we know that they're going to be a defensive team and really only a defensive team. I mean, that, that is what we are looking at. Merrimack, uh, you know, they took on Assumption College. They are uh, completely just an unranked team because they're not even in this conference. And they beat them a 45-17. I can make nothing of that. I mean, it's a community college, basically. I can't make anything of that. But they did take on Holy Cross. Now, Holy Cross has put together a pretty decent team time and time again. Holy Cross, they're not supposed to be great this year but they still are a solid team. They won 31-17. So even their offense wasn't tremendous in that, but they did put up 31 points. Uh, Matthew Sluka threw two touchdown passes. He also ran for 102 yards in what is basically a dual threat quarterback. That's kind of what you have to look at. The special teams was pretty good for them as well. That's something that Harvard can be a little concerned with if you, uh, if you want to find a concern over the course of their season. Well, let's make sure that it doesn't happen on week. Then we go into Saturday, and you have Bryant against Brown. Bryant has also played a couple of games. They also have two games under their belt. but They've lost both games. Now, they lost to a pretty good Rhode Island team, and they hung there, and they hung in it 35-21 to last weekend. That's a pretty good, I mean, that, that, that's a good hanging in it for Bryant. Um, you know, Rhode Island actually was down in this game, and Rhode Island you know, went down the field, big-time 78-yard pass. That kind of got them on top. They also took FIU, Florida International, okay, which is a big school. I know they're not a good school. That's a big-name school. Florida International, they took them to overtime, scoring 37 points in that one. So they've scored 37 and 21 points, but they've allowed 38 in both. Brown comes in. Brown's a pretty decent uh, Defense, look, they're they're going to be on the bottom of the barrel here in the back of the pack in the Ivy Leagues, but they're at home. They're going up against a team that can't stop anyone. The Bryant game that impressed me though was the FIU game. They're very fast, they're very athletic. How about Penn against Colgate? Colgate, like the rest, has already played two games under their belt. Now look, they played Stanford in the opening game. They got just absolutely blasted 41 to 10. But what can you make about you know a game a game against Stanford? Um, they threw for 57 total yards, (laughs) right? I mean, they threw for 57 yards, guys. Uh, What are you going to make about that? Then they took on Maine in Maine. Maine is not a good team, okay? But Maine has always, 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 year after year, they play a good defense. I mean, that's what they do. They play a pretty good defensive team um, in Colgate. And you look at Colgate, and I think that this is a dangerous spot for Penn. Penn not supposed to be one of the elites in this league. They are at home, of course. But I think this is a good spot if you do like a Colgate team. I think that they could probably step up here. Princeton is supposed to be in this race, and they are supposed to be one of the top teams. They're going on the road to take on a 2-0 Stetson team. Now, Stetson against Louisiana College, 45-14. I'm not making a big deal about that, right? I mean, you just can't. Louisiana College is one of those, you know, underground teams. You can't make a big deal about that, right? Completely unranked. But then they just took on Concordia, 24-7. to So, They have allowed 21 points in two games, okay? They have uh, a pretty suffocating defense. Now, Princeton, they're going to be a better offense than I think Stetson has seen, and they do have to play on the road. I think this is a tough spot for Princeton as well. Probably come out on top, but that could be a tough spot. Dartmouth is everyone's kind of pick to win this uh, conference. Their defense is absolutely suffocating. But they're going up against a Valparaiso team here, Indiana Wesleyan. They won twenty to seventeen. That's a game that they stumbled, right? If you talk to anybody that's Val- that that is a Valpo fan, they stumbled in that game twenty to seventeen. Yeah, they got away with a victory, uh, but that's not the kind of game you want. That's it's just not the kind of game you want. And you know they had some big plays, right? I mean they had some huge plays, but they allowed some big plays. Allowed a seventy-two yard play. They scored a fifty-eight yard play. Then they were in another tight battle. They lost to Illinois State 28-21. 28-21, again, you go back and you go, oh, okay, you know, let me see, oh, big plays. Oh, they allowed some, some big plays, but overall their defense played really well. Uh, you go into this game and you go, this is an under kind of game, right? I mean, you know, if you're if you're a sports better, this is an under kind of game. I, I don't know if Dartmouth's going to be able to move the ball really effectively against Valpo. Nobody really still certainly has in the first two games. Uh, but Dartmouth is a defensive team that I, I have a little bit of confidence in. Cornell takes on VMI on the road. Look, VMI's got two games under their belt. Wake Forest again. They didn't have Hartman uh, 44-10. They got blown out. And then they just beat Bucknell 24-14. Good, solid win there. They, they're probably going to have the advantage. Yale, Holy Cross. Holy Cross is 2-0, like we said. Holy Cross is a solid team. Not that Holy Cross should be in an Ivy League, but they're always playing the Ivy League in all the sports. They are that kind of team that you could kind of count on to be right in the hunt. And they took on Merrimack, like we talked about, 31-17. And then last weekend, they took on Buffalo, and they beat Buffalo. Buffalo is supposed to be a pretty decent team this year, guys. Buffalo is one of those teams uh, that a lot of pundits are, are you know now jumping on them, but early on in the season, they're going, okay, they could have a solid season. Columbia Marist, I expect Columbia to be the bottom of the barrel here. Marist has only played one game this year. It is on the road uh, for Columbia. It's an interstate rivalry. They got blown out by Georgetown 43 to 12. So I'm not going to make too much of that. Look, I, I mean, I think that Columbia is going to struggle. Perhaps I give the edge to Marist there. Yale, Holy Cross will be a good game. I'm impressed with what I see from Holy Cross, it's at home. Yale's probably the better team, but I'd be concerned. I I, I think Holy Cross might take the win there. VMI, Cornell, got a lean VMI. It's not looking good for the Ivies. Dartmouth-Valpo. I think Dartmouth gets the win, but it's going to be a hard-fought win. I don't know know how much they're going to be able to crack that defense. Princeton-Stetson. Again, Stetson's a a decent team here. Princeton's probably the better team. I'll give them the win, but I'm not fully sold. Colgate-Penn. Once again, I think Colgate probably t- upends them here. Colgate's probably the better team. They, they will get the advantage. Bryant against Brown, same kind of thing. I could see Bryant absolutely winning this game. I think Brown is a tough spot here because of what the style that Brown plays. And then you go to Harvard, Merrimack, it's no layup, but I'm going to give it to Harvard. So the Ivy League teams this weekend, they have their work cut out for them. That's for sure. It's week one. They have their work cut out for them. But we we have to be we have to be enthusiastic. The season is finally here. Things are going to get involved in conference play. I can't wait to look back at my predictions here and kind of give you a little idea of, of what we're doing with the Ivy leagues as the season goes on. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me. Enjoy Week Two in all of the Ivy League football. I'm Tom Barton, and I'll be back. And you can bet on that.